0: All right. By the way, welcome back to On the Fly. We've decided to add Grayson as a a part time, full time cast member here. He's like a resident podcasting resident. He's also resident because we're now at your house. We're no longer at the pa- Palace of
1: Pastors. That's correct. We're in a new studio. You might hear click clacking, pitter patter on the floor of either a child or a dog. And you guys get a guess Aren't what here. that is? Yes. But don't 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 say anything out loud. You're alone. This is
0: true, too. Unless you kind of really want the full experience, and then just forget about all those people
1: around you and just blurt out, dog, or boy. That's got to be a kid. (laughs) So That's a kid. Sounds just like a child. (laughs) A young, a child. Young, child. A young, young
0: man. (laughs) All right, starting off this week, we actually have fan mail. And by fan mail, I just mean people who have literally made any comment about this existence of this podcast whatsoever let's hear it uh first from zoe young just three exclamation points and what didn't listen to it you all know, that's halfway across the country too colorado we're glo. we're international
1: now uh we're national <laughs> yeah i could never tell the difference between international and national in, we're in in the national okay in the national it's a new word in the national okay. okay i dig it next from max alvarez
0: it looks professional this was in regards to the logo that i is the one thing i put a lot of effort to for this podcast the rest has been just kind of meshed together but that logo that was it's very nice yes I've, i'm gonna get a degree in graphic design i'm gonna use that degree by the way i'm
1: studying graphic design please hire me if you need any graphic design Then kenny's for hire he's available over the summer especially I'm smiling now.
0: Why don't we just start on all the work?
1: <laughs> Good idea. Let's keep going. Okay, Grayson.
0: <laughs> uh, next, next was my sister Morgan. She was visiting recently, and the only response I got was, "Oh, Kenny." She apparently got halfway through the first episode. Was that face to face, or was that that was types? that was face to face? She
1: okay. claims she's gonna listen to the rest later, but I think she just hated it. So did she? Yeah, was it like I I can't believe this is what you're doing with your summer, or like, uh, you know, that was a good start, and I'm looking forward to more, oh, Kenny, you know? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. I guess all we can do is ask, now, live, and if we never get an answer, well, no, she didn't waste the time. <laughs> so, Morgan, clarify it if you ever hear this. Please. Uh, unlikely. And, let's see...
0: Michael Bemis, I got a text from today, a good friend of both of ours, he was texting me, he sent me a picture, apparently, they took years ago, of me looking like uh, Steve Jobs, and then followed up with, also, the podcast sounds great. Oh. Turns out he listened to the first episode, happy with the second one, enjoying it, and excited to hear who wins our uh, Battle Royale.
1: Yeah, little best you know, it's unlikely winner.
0: And my favorite of our very heavy air quote, fan mail, it's from Cameron Fisk, who started out with replying with 40 minutes, and replying to the length of the first episode, and then follow up by texting both me and Kyle, why am I listening to this podcast? going to start that over. I stopped at the wrong spot. Why am I listening to this podcast? Question mark, question mark. And why am I laughing? Just one question mark. And I can't get that image slash thought of Kenny on my coffee table out of my head. Once again, we will give no context to what happened on that coffee
1: table. It was a lovely
0: or troubling
1: experience. Yeah, it depends. Grayson, you might stop uh, wobbling. Yeah, the wobble's gonna be a little annoying, so.
0: Okay. Wow. Alright, so this week we've decided reboots are a thing, right?
1: Re. what? Reboots are a thing. Reboots. Yeah, explain. What do you mean? Reboots! Okay, you don't need to shout, (laughs) buddy.
0: Uh, reboots are basically when people take old movies and think, "Man, it would be nice to make more money off this movie," and they make the same one again
1: but slightly different. So basically, Aladdin, or excuse me, Disney's movie. Disney's new Disney plan, yeah. For the last two summers or three. I did end up seeing the new Aladdin. What do you think? It's all right, but Ugh. I want to hear your thoughts. I loved it. Really. I thought it was awesome. I enjoyed it. I knew Lion King was going to be awful, and I stand by it. I only watched it a month ago for the first time. Um, and I'm actually, I, I, I don't find many people who agree with me on this, but I'm really looking forward to Mulan. Okay. They're like, why? And I said, there's, there's no Mushu. There's no singing. And I was like, listen, it's going to be really cool. And they're like, just go watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'm <laughs> like, well, nah, I don't know
0: it interesting you were like the aladdin i don't know it just felt like it was too busy trying to be the same which it was supposed to do but just felt like the animated did just better and also that version of jafar just felt really like i want to wage war in a bunch of countries That's true for no reason he wasn't just pure evil he was more strategic in the live action more strategic evil that's right and had a less thumb twirling mustache slash beard you're darn right so, anyways, reboots
1: are a thing, and we're doing them
0: today. We're making, we're proposing our own reboots for old slash new movies. Honestly, I have no idea how to describe these movies because we both chose ten, and we both refrain from telling each
1: other what our ten are. Yeah. So we each chose 20 ten. Twenty
0: total.
1: Yeah, there are twenty movies total, and we're. What are we doing with each of these? How are we doing this? So
0: we're each gonna state one movie, and then we have to propose a reboot that kind of mixes both of them together. Okay. And. I think it might just like vary from you know again, uh, version to version. We'll just see how it goes. Okay. But we have ten movies each. We're gonna mix them together and see what? how well we can propose reboots. Uh, Hollywood, take note. Can win. Well, there's
1: no winner here, Grace. No, there's no battle this time. It's what just, is it gonna be? Well, you'll find out. we we just discussed it. So he, here we go, I guess. Right? Are we ready to jump in? I think I'm ready. Quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> We have no sponsors yet. Oh, come on! I thought that so. okay. I... You had one job.
0: What are sponsors? And it was
1: the logo. <laughs> so congrats, you you did it. I think it's a good logo. What's your thoughts on it? Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I think it's those. it's very it's a good concept, good creativity, nice. incorporating two things into one. Love it. Kind oh, of what we're doing today. I just want validation. So thank you for that. <laughs> more, give me more, please. <laughs> All right, what's your first movie you get listed here? Okay, uh, my first movie is the childhood classic, The Land Before Time. Okay. Also, I think we should probably explain what these movies are once we state them, in in case someone has not Okay, yeah. So, Land Before Time, if you haven't seen it, you're not living. But it's dinosaurs, five little dinosaur friends. Now, the interesting thing about this, there are at least nine Land Before Time full-length feature films. So, this is, like, a very tired reboot. Very tired. Very tired reboot. I, uh, I
0: have Sky High. Sky High, okay. Sky High, the movie... About 2005, 2004-ish, the, the golden era, if you will, the <laughs> mid-2000s, about young, budding superheroes who went to high school for superheroes, and there was a whole plot. There was a guy who didn't have superheroes at first, and then he got them, and then he saved the day. You know what's sad? What? They were planning four movies. They were going to have like one of those freshman year, uh, sophomore okay. year, junior year, senior year. Kind of like Harry Potter. Exactly, but it would be better than Harry
1: Potter. Okay. Okay, that's... that's uh, <laughs> That's a touchy a subject. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, anywho, how so would we... The, it's interesting, because Land Before Time is like thousands of years ago, and Sky High is potentially thousand years in the future, so you've got I think a it massive felt, range. It felt very early 2000, that clothes.
0: so I think it was
1: like an alternate year 2000. Alternate year? Okay. All right. But either way, you've got a massive span of time in between the two. Yes. I like to imagine dinosaurs... In a futuristic space high school. Okay. What
0: about dinosaurs? the movie Dinosaur?
1: Well, that's a different movie altogether.
0: You're right. Unless you also put that one on your list, that'd be. I didn't. Okay, no. cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, I say either a movie about dinosaurs going to high school, like you suggested, or instead of teenagers who are becoming superheroes, teenagers who are becoming dinosaurs, and I go to the school to kind of live out their awkward change like instead of puberty they're slowly turning into dinosaurs like oh I got my scales today <laughs> laid my first egg <laughs> Oops. how embarrassing and right they got in the a... middle of math class <laughs> <laughs> but they all understand because they're all going
1: through the same change yeah but they still make fun of each other relentlessly this is true at his middle school Did we have anything else to say that on this that would be sky or... middle so I guess sky high school, Middle. either way no, that's what pretty can good. I that's... Talk about? What's your favorite dinosaur from the Land 4 Time? I have no idea. Mine was always Petrie. I've honestly actually never seen it. Pterodactyl, you know, I've never seen Sky High. Oh, really? A great start. <laughs> All right. Grand prize, Mr. Uh, <laughs> youth Pastor Leader. Yeah. Well, you got to I was in a senior in high school in 2005 and That's Disney no Channel excuse. Disney Channel Original Movies were not like It wasn't a movies. Disney
0: Channel Original
1: Movie. It's Are you an serious? actual
0: Yeah.
1: I'm looking it up. Look it up. Let's keep going.
0: All right. For my second pick, I have Back to the Future. Okay. Which is a film about Martin McFly what are you laughing at? My, my... Come on, just go ahead. Right, back to the future. But Marty McFly goes back in time, accidentally has his mother get attracted to him, and he's like, shoot, I don't want my mother to be attracted to me. Then I wouldn't be born. So he's got to set his parents up and then get back to his... He gets to get back to the future. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, your... which uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War completely dismantled, apparently, the theory behind... <laughs> is yours Avengers Infinity War? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> mine is... Twister <laughs> which is a tornado movie about a group of storm chasers. You've got like the rich storm chasers with like all of the sponsorships and then you've got the ragtag group who's coming back together after kind of a reunion between the the two protagonists who used to be in love and now they're not but they come back together over tornado chasing. <laughs> so time travel tornado chasers. I think the name should be Time Twister. Time Twister. (laughs) Time Twister. Mm, I think so.
0: First thought coming to mind here, a movie about, again, time-traveling tornado hunters. So they go back in time to find, like, the biggest tornadoes or biggest weather calamities of all time. Like, say, oh, Pompeii, that'd be fun to go videotape. (laughs) And they go back and they videotape Pompeii.
1: Yeah, so maybe they just start like, oh, we we missed that one tornado because that's what the whole movie's about. They keep trying to study a tornado by sending Dorothy <laughs> to some tracker device into the tornado to get internal readings. But it's like if they miss it in their time travelers, they just reset. So as soon as they, you know, get all the data they need on tornadoes, it's easy, and then that's when they say, "What if we tweak this thing to go back to Pompeii?" <laughs> that's good.
0: Uh, I also want to note that Grayson has gotten bored with this conversation and has left. So if you were shouting out, boy, if that last pitter-patter you heard, you would have been correct. It was a boy. Good job. On a dog.
1: I think that's, that's pretty good. I like it. Twister.
0: Uh, that's a dog. I don't know. If, this is the dog, the pitter-patter. I don't know
1: if I have a better suggestion to... Uh, Time travel, Time twister. And just, you know, one little caveat that I think would have to be thrown in there is that, like, when they go back to Pompeii, the battery dies, and they have to figure out how to produce, you know, energy. They've got
0: to harness the uh, the explosion that happens. The, the, the power and the energy
1: within the explosion, yeah.
0: As in Doc Brown getting the, the lightning, lightning bolt. Exactly. But exactly. now it's yeah. them surviving a cataclysmic event that killed thousands. All right. But it's fun to joke about now because no one's alive to remember it. Well, no one was... Yeah. Nobody,
1: none of the originals are are there. Exactly. No one would be offended. that. Pompeians. But if you close your eyes, <laughs> <does> it almost feel <laughs> like nothing's changed at all. I wonder <laughs> if that's copyright issued. Uh, sorry. Nah, we're fine. <laughs> we're you good.
0: didn't sing it. Uh, you give your next verse. Well, okay. I think we'll alternate, so if I give one first and you give one... Alright,
1: this one is... This is going to be really hard to reboot because of the content of the movie being Titanic. Ah,
0: This is perfect for what I have
1: next. Do you want to explain Titanic? Oh, yeah. Well, what was it, 1911? I think. Sometime back then, (laughs) the unsinkable ship sailed from England to the United States and sunk, hitting an iceberg. Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, fall in love and its love story, and he ends up dying on a... Because he couldn't fit on a raft that was clearly big enough for two people selfish I put Jaws <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> so Jaws is the movie about a small island and there's a shark and he starts eating people people are like oh no we gotta keep these beaches open we gotta get that summer that sweet sweet summer revenue then he's one people too many like alright let's send out these boys to go kill the shark and the second half is about a group of people killing a shark so clearly there's a water motif going on yep and death. Uh, alright so basically my first thought is Titanic, you know, this kind of the same sort of setup. Uh, do we also want to cast in these movies? Like, who would be our new Leonardo DiCaprio? Modern day? Modern day DiCaprio. Hmm. Or same actor DiCaprio, but still like a young actress, so it's a lot more creepy.
1: Like, oh. Young heartthrob actor? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't keep up with young heartthrob actors right now. Come today, I can't think of anyone either. Oh, how about um, Daniel Radcliffe?
0: Alright, <laughs> so I'm sold. He's, so he and was... he's actually British. <laughs> yes, Daniel
1: Radcliffe. <laughs> sold. And hmm... Emma Stone. Okay. Alright, why not? I'm sold. I'd watch it.
0: Uh, but yeah, same kind of premise. Titanic is setting out to sail, but then people start disappearing. Hmm. But I bet it's a shark. No, it can't be a shark. Because we can't swim on this boat. Exactly. But that shark somehow gets up there. And then near the end, instead of an iceberg, it's just shark. a giant shark. <laughs> that
1: kind of rams the hole. Turns out it wasn't a steel ship. It was an inflatable <laughs> ship. Really big inflatable. But they fooled everyone in the beginning. That's right. Until the shark bit it and it started uh, <laughs> deflating. deflate Kind of like a balloon. Exactly I was hoping that I could get like 3D sound and like run around the microphone and <laughs> we don't have that tech, do we?
0: Not yet. Okay. Well, also, I just want to mention we've upgraded. We're now, our microphone's on a tripod now. Yep, looks good. It used to be just kind of at an angle, slanted up. Laying on the desk awkwardly. Yes, but now it looks official as we have it about five feet from the laptop because we couldn't get it close together. And my laptop is now on top of uh, Kyle's wife's box holding her wedding dress was yeah. a really drawn out explanation it was. we tried it's okay Okay. Uh, my next entry here is The Shawshank Redemption a movie set in about 1920s America of a man who may or may not have killed his wife and has been imprisoned and how he slowly plans well not plans to escape he eventually escapes but in the meantime he finds a way to make the best of
1: this situation Yes. What do you got for me? Uh, Forrest Gump. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is there a prison in Forrest Gump?
0: I don't think there's a prison in Forrest Gump. No, I don't think so either. First thought coming to mind: uh, stupid kid <laughs> gets caught in the wrong place at the wrong time for maybe a murder, gets put in jail, and so it just Forrest these... is in jail. <laughs> Forrest is in jail, but like those kind of long, drawn-out Tom Hanks slow Southern drawl, and it's just him living, like, generations in prison, <laughs> yeah. kind of experiencing life through, like,
1: you know, newspaper clippings and whatnot. Yeah. And interestingly, that, well, in the Shawshank Redemption, whoever the main character's name is, I'm sorry, Todd Pullum, I don't remember the name Todd main character. Todd Pullum? Todd Pullum loves the Shawshank Redemption movie. But, um, whoever the main character is. Andy he, Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Uh, he, he, in a way, he kind of works a system to get in so in a way, he kind of, like, becomes popular with different people, but he ends up using his position of authority to exploit everybody in the end, essentially. So I feel like he used a lot of brains and wit. Well, I don't think Andy Dufresne exploited anyone. Are you talking about for our reboot? No, in real, in the real movie. He didn't exploit anyone. He, he transferred all of their money, and he, like, hid it into a, an account and then the the prison warden got arrested well the prison it was just the prison warden who was using him to funnel all his money into these accounts
0: and but, by the time he yeah. had pushed to the brink he's like all right i'm escaping and i'm going to steal all this money and i'm going to tell the like the press like hey this is what this guy did and so he never exploited anyone but he was kind of used and he was pushed to his breaking point
1: And he stuck it to the man. He stuck it to the man. Okay. So, he was smart, and he stuck it to the man. Yes. Forrest, dumb, but everybody liked him, but never got to stick it to the man. I think... Anticlimactic ending. For this proposed... Reboot.
0: Forrest does stick it to the man, but accidentally just through yes, happenstance like everyone's trying to get luck. him but through his dumb luck yeah he ends up getting on like top of this prison and eventually escaping well, he, th- well, he yeah. thinks oh, I guess I was released and <laughs> somehow ends up
1: with millions of dollars <laughs> I was released walks in the middle of a press conference with a damning evidence in his hand look <laughs> what I found I Could just be... wanted to return this <laughs> here's that paper he told me not to tell you about <laughs> I it's... think I'd watch it I'd watch it All right. uh, What's your next? Okay, next one is Kindergarten Cop, which is a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he, honestly, I don't remember much about this movie except for he he. I think he is a pretend substitute teacher, but he's actually like an undercover police officer. But his undercover thing is a substitute teacher for kindergartners. He Uh you know ends up loving the kindergartners, and they become more than a job to him and bad Uh guys, all that. Honestly, I Honestly, haven't seen of either, so this should be interesting. Um,
0: but my pick is 12 Angry Men. Have you ever seen angry that? 12 Angry Men? You mean like the jury?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> so this is a movie that was made before Color was invented. <laughs> and it's about 12 angry men who are all jurors on a case. And they're all like, well, let's call it a day. Let's go get to the baseball game. This kid's guilty. And I was like, wait, hold on a minute. In his smooth 1920s accent. <laughs> I don't think it sounded like that, but it was nice. sounded like that, yeah. And they slowly kind of talk this case through, and it's like all takes place in one room. And it's a great film. I have no idea though how we're gonna reboot it alongside Kindergarten Cop,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Other than like they get another case, and it's like it's really like the sequel of both movies. Okay where the kindergarten cop puts a bad guy in jail and then they've got a 12 angry men jury him <laughs> it's really probably I wouldn't watch that
0: <laughs> uh, here's my I'm trying to think of an alternate take but kindergarten cop but it's all in one day in one room like 12 angry men and it's all black and white and serious and these kids are dealing with serious topics and issues such and nice Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. yells at them such as puberty kindergartners You start them you're on start them early.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say of all the movies we've done so far, I, I would not watch this one. Yeah, all these have been kind of winners except for this one. This one? This one? This one. This one was really bad.
0: <laughs> Moving on. Alright, next one I got is The Truman Show. No way. Oh, what? Do you have The Truman Show?
1: Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey stars in each one of them. Oh, and they're so totally different. They're so totally different. <laughs> so to
0: describe the Truman Show, it's about. I'm trying. How do you describe the Truman Show? Is Truman's life. And then you soon find out that his life is actually all contained in this large dome with all these paid actors, and his whole life has been televised. Basically, every movement he's made has been, like, this
1: beloved TV show by everyone. So his whole life is fake, basically, and everyone knows it but him. Yeah, the ultimate reality TV exploitation Mm -hmm. is decades-long reality TV. Yes, and I watched it, and I thought it was fantastic. It's pretty good. And now Ace Ventura, <laughs> just crime that. Ace Ventura is Jim Carrey, who's a really weird detective, but only <laughs> only looks into crimes involving animals. <laughs> and I think the first one is about um, the Miami Dolphins lose their mascot, mm-hmm. and they lost a dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, their dolphin mascot thingy. So
0: I don't know. Uh, I no, I got this. I right. got this. <laughs> Alright, so it's basically the same plot of The Truman Show, but it's, you know, a person who is grown up inside this large dome, everyone around him is actors, so his whole life is fake, but this true person of Truman is like, I want to be a detective! And they're like, yay! And so they all start kind of making all these sort of wild and crazy crimes from to solve, but they all make them, you know, pet-related, because it's got to all be PG for, you know, the prime time viewing. That's it. And so... This kid just slowly becomes wacky, and everyone around is like, gosh, this kid's really getting into this whole detective thing. And everyone, and, you know, watch the TV loves it. You know, they're watching this kid grow up. And eventually the detective skills are so refined, he's like, wait a minute, I'm living in a large dome. This is all a lie. My life is a lie. And he, you know, slowly breaks out of that. I think, okay. do you have any
1: rebuttal to that? or I have, I have an, another take, which would be, the pet detective is fighting to free truman the ultimate <laughs> human animal and he's fighting the you know the studio and the entire production cast to <laughs> tell truman that he's in fact a monkey in a cage and uh, so it's like pet detective going through crazy antics to try and get to truman the man out on top of that, once they meet, it becomes
0: the parent trap because they're all <laughs> there. And they realize, wait a minute, we look exactly the same. Are you my brother? And then they put together their, their torn pictures of their parents that were separated. They realize they have the same parents and they're twins. And then they go <laughs> and get their parents back together, and who are probably 80 at this point.
1: Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a song. Brother. I all think right. both are winners. Yeah, I think so. I'd watch one of them. I'd watch both of them. Back to back. <laughs> and am judge them both. Perfect. So, I'm up next, right? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Um, Braveheart. Braveheart. All right. So, Mel Gibson is a fed up, what is it, Scottish? Is it Scottish? Or I think it's Scottish. I actually haven't seen it. I'm a little ashamed Scottish of that. Scottish or ironlandish I think Scottish. Turkish. Nope. Uh, he's fed up. Man, because the bad guys are taking everything and he's standing up to like the undefeatable enemy essentially, and it's super like brave and like heroic. He's, he's got a lot of heart, he's got a lot of heart, brave fella. <laughs> I have the sixth sense, yes, because <laughs> I know you're a big
0: m Night Shy Melon fan, that's right. And I know that's not how you say his name, but that's how I say his name, that's how I'm saying it. Oh, uh, yeah, sixth sense is about. Do I just spoil it? Because you can't
1: really talk about it's it. It's in 20 years.
0: Okay, good. It's about Bruce Willis, and he dies. But you don't know that yet, because you see him for the rest of the movie, and he talks with this one kid, and no one else, which is weird at the time. And then the kid's like, hey, I see dead people. Like, he sees all these kind of, these people who have, like, their heads blown out of the back of their heads. Hanging from the rafters from their necks. Classic. Inside movies. a school building, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, I watched it about five feet from where we're sitting now. I watched it at your house.
1: Yeah, it's good times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis is a psychologist trying to help the kid out. And then he realized at the end, wait a minute, I'm dead. I'm also dead. You know, like a... Dead guy.
0: Dead guy, yeah. I don't know where I was <laughs> going to go with that. So The Sixth Sense meets Braveheart. Oh, man, that's like... That's really hard. Yeah. Uh, It's not hard, it's just to be, you gotta spin it, you know? I'd say, first suggestion here, Braveheart, right? Yeah. Again, never seen it, but it is, you know, a Scottish film about war and whatnot. Uh, Give Mr. Mel Gibson the sixth sense, so he sees all the people he's killed, and they're all just kind of like, sort of scripted, like, dude, why? (laughs) And it's him dealing with the hardships of war, but also dealing with the people he's already killed. So he's fighting two battles here.
1: And he has, like, a great elder Scottish man who's actually played by Bruce Willis who helps <laughs> him process his pain and traumatic stress. That's pretty dark. But it turns out he was someone else he killed, but he just forgot about it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Tricky, tricky. So it's essentially The Sixth Sense just back in the day. Yes, but with war. And without. What's that called? swords. The child in the movie. Yeah. Oh. I want to say Macaulay Culkin, but I know that's not I'm it. Not even close, nope.
0: Are there any oh. other kid actors that exist besides Macaulay Culkin? Osmond. Osmond. Yes, Haley Joel, Haley Osmond. Joel Osmond.
1: That's
0: it. I had no recollection of that being on memory until, until that happened. last name was said. Yeah. It's always funny how memories okay, so work.
1: Mel Gibson trade out, change the setting. Well, we tra- Oh, I thought you meant we'd get rid of
0: Mel Gibson. Like, no, we're bringing it back. Mel we're going to revitalize his career. So that one could be called
1: I forgot we were doing names The brave The six brave angry men And we'll just combine a couple of them together <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I was trying to do a I was about to do a Scottish accent Inside the sixth sense But I didn't want I wasn't
1: brave enough Ooh to, Instead of brave heart one word The brave heart of war The brave heart of war It sounds like it sounds like the art of war Oh yes. see Okay uh
0: Next one I have is Night at the Museum, which is about Ben Stiller, not the actor, but the character he plays, starts to watch a museum because I think he's on tough times. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Mm -hmm. But long story short, he goes to watch over this museum, and turns out one of the exhibits is causing the other exhibits to come to life. You're, you're really shaking you're nodding your head you're really excited I'm ready for this one alright I'm gonna finish explaining the movie uh, so yeah he's watching this museum kind of getting the hang of it but sort of hitting some hiccups in the end of the movie he overcomes the bad guys which were old disgruntled immortal night guards
1: they were bad I mean
0: I assume they were <laughs> they were bad they, <laughs> the other the bad guys are bad they were bad yes why were they bad I don't know they tried stealing the, a bunch of stuff from the museum oh Okay. Which is generally bad. I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: okay, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know what you consider bad. I just don't remember. Anyway, so my turn. Yes. So the night at the museum mash up with Happy Gilmore, <laughs> which is an Adam Sandler movie where he's a low life hockey player who gets in fights all the time. Finds out somehow he can golf mm-hmm. and goes into pristine, you know, country club style living of the PGA Tour and ends up winning a golf championship against all odds. Using a hockey stick for a putter. So (laughs) here's what I was thinking as Kenny was talking since I knew where it was going. Happy, yeah, you know, makes his money doing the whole golf tournament thing, but then eventually, you know, he's kind of a loser, so he hits rock bottom again. Has to work at, none other than Congo River Golf, overnight security squad, and... (laughs) All of, like, the, you know... Or maybe even, like, Celebration Station, you know, some... Or Chuck E. Cheese or something
0: like that. By the way, Celebration Station and Congo River Golf are both local,
1: like, mini-golf and... Attraction... Yeah. Side of the road theme park kind of things. Theme parks are really strong word. (laughs) Side of the road. It's kind of like a a high-class traveling fair... festival. But it doesn't travel. But it doesn't travel. (laughs) So anyway, he, he goes to one of those places and essentially that of the museum happens only. It's like the whack-a-moles, like the moles come to life. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> like the clown that like, you know, is like animatronic, like comes to life and all that stuff. Is there an animatronic clown there? At I'm Sofie sure there's Station. one somewhere. Or like that, like, that like, that turban, like the, uh, the fortune teller guy, Zoltan, Zoltar. Zoltar, yeah. Zoltar. Like he comes to life. <laughs> and he's got a... He's got to defeat them by playing putt-putt golf. <laughs> if, if he can get a, a perfect game on
0: the mini-golf course, they it's all go back like to being dead. That's right. <laughs> uh, my take would be regular night at the museum, but just put Adam Sandler in it. He just
1: does his little shtick of yelling. That's true. That's <laughs> good. Breaking stuff. And I was... Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> go back to your Exhibit.
0: Don't you want to go back Goody to your oh. exhibit? Good stuff. So
1: we've done eight. This has been eight, yes. We have two more. Eight so far. Got uh, need... a word from our sponsors. Two... Miniature ice cream cones. Ah, yes. Small enough to... Wet your palate. I was going to say satisfy. Satisfy your soul. All of those things together just make it sound a little... Preachy. Gross. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back from our thing. You're... Back to our regularly scheduled program. You're tuned into On the Fly, a podcast with Kenny and Kyle, <laughs> where everything is done pretty on much on the fly. On fly. <laughs> no scripts here, but we probably should. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the way this is going. Uh, for my next pick... No, wait, you're starting, right? Yes. Starting? Ah, the day that never ends. Groundhog Day. Ha ha ha! I thought about doing that, but I didn't do it, and I'm so glad you did it. Then. Starring Bill Murray, and he's a reporter, and he has a miserable life, and has to report on the, what's that, Punxsutawney Tawny Phil? Punksy Groundhog. I'm on Groundhog Day. Yeah, on Groundhog Day, and then every day he wakes up at the morning of Groundhog Day and repeats the day over and over again so he ends up pers- pursuing all of the carnal fleshly desires and then, you know, he ends up killing himself, robbing banks, ruining other people's lives and then he finds joy and love in the midst of it which ends He finds course. how to do the perfect day after doing it thousands of times and becomes a better man
0: I hope we never really found out because then the movie ended. Yep. I have Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so he's got like a classic film that, like, will be known for generations, and then Air Bud. And then Air Bud. <laughs> just, just the most corny, like, uh, dog
0: film. I, to be honest, I remember seeing it as a kid once, and the two main takes I had was like, whoa, dog playing basketball, and hey, that kid has a cool hat, which I later found out was a yarmulke.
1: Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and besides that, I just remember he played basketball. I can guess the plot, though. Based on the Disney formula. Dog starts playing basketball. People are like, hey, a dog can't play basketball. Dog plays good basketball. Whoa, this is crazy. The opposing team are like, hmm, this is against the rules. Dog can't play basketball. When the you know protagonist team, ah, oh, dang, he's right. Dogs can't play. We're all downtrodden. Wait a minute, loophole. This dog can play basketball. And then they win. I'll have to look up later to see if I was right. But that's my guess as to the plot of Airbud.
1: Wait, you've never seen Air Bud?
0: I've seen it, no, but it was oh. like I was a youngin. Like I okay. said, there was a kid with a yarmulke, and that was like my only takeaway.
1: Okay, yeah. So, dog plays basketball. Does he talk in that movie?
0: No, but okay. then there were a lot of crappy,
1: like reboots. Spin-offs. Well, not reboots, but like Air Buddies. Spin-offs. Yeah. Grayson likes those ones. <laughs> Good thing he's not here anymore. Oh, that's right. Okay, so wait, what are what are we doing here? We're doing Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day and Air Bud. And Air Bud. <laughs> All right. First thought is... Well, you know how like a dog, like every year is like seven years to a dog? Yes. That's got to play into it somehow. Just like the whole time warp thing mm. where uh, the dog relives seven years of his life over and over Sounds bad. Well, the dog was born on leap year and, <laughs> and he's only good at basketball every even birthday. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> My first thought is just the movie Airbud
0: unaltered at all but repeated 4 times in a row and you can't turn it off
1: you have to watch it through. <laughs> That's really something I wouldn't want to watch. Well, it was it was a first draft idea, <laughs> first draft idea. Uh or or okay. Groundhog Day, yeah, where he f- realizes Punk's Tony Phil also plays putt putt golf. <laughs> And and he has to help coach a groundhog on how to uh, to play a perfect game of putt putt before he dies. But every day that every day that it ends, he loses all the progress he made. Exactly, so he's, really say, training he, he's training
0: himself. He's training himself how to train this, this. I almost said hedgehog. This groundhog. And so he like kind of finds the perfect technique. Day says, All right, I'm gonna start with that, and then I'm gonna figure out. How I can get this groundhog to play a perfect game in one day? Then falls in love. And yes, he can only get out of the loop once he's taught, taught, taught this groundhog how Me to play Solly. a perfect game, all in a day. All right, I like it. Not so bad. All right, and, and for, this is the last one. This is wow. We're already
1: kind uh, of look at the time here. We're about
0: thirty-six minutes into. Oh, this. Oh, good.
1: This is shorter. Maybe more people will listen. <laughs> Here's hoping. Here's
0: hoping. Uh, I have Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Which is a movie about an awkward teen played by. What is it
1: about? (laughs) (laughs) John.
0: An awkward teen played by John Heater, Header. And it's just the most awkward high school movie about him and his young friend and potential love interest. Mm -hmm. And guess just their little hijinks at one point I think one guy's running for class president mm-hmm. at is one it a talent time, show there's a talent well there's not really a talent no, show it's, right. it's more their, like, their president speeches and for the one of Napoleon Dynamite danced Ooh. and that somehow won them the election which is honestly I think we should do for this 2020 election <laughs> find the best talent you can whichever uh, whichever vice president candidate can get the best uh, dancer dance. dance
1: should I bid her a cake or something <laughs> Okay, so they a good job explaining Napoleon Dynamite. My final movie selection is Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Which is Robin Williams is uh, a dad who's wrapped up into his career. His wife leaves him, but he has three children ranging from middle elementary to high school, and he's no longer allowed to have parental rights and visitation. And so he finds a way to transform himself and to an old woman, and get hired by his ex-wife to be the live-in nanny, <laughs> so he still gets to live with his kids, but only as 80-year-old Misses Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. So the entire movie's dressed like an old woman. All right, let's think. <clears throat> old cross-dressing man
0: mixed with young high school boy. <laughs>
1: you know, strangely, it's not very odd. Anymore. <laughs> okay so let's see how does this work well what if what if what if i'm listening napoleon's grandma yeah is actually a dude <laughs> and it's like napoleon's dad who never was in the movie
0: napoleon's dad who was ashamed of his children <laughs> so he decided to fake his death and poses a mother who died years ago <laughs>
1: And that's why he's off riding dirt bikes in the dunes and breaks his cockings. And then invites his brother over to watch the kids, Uncle Rico, because <laughs> <Uncle Rico. laughs> he needs a break. Turns out Uncle Rico is a dad as well. <laughs> he just keeps, he just keeps hiring different babysitters to watch his grown children. I mean, Napoleon's got to be seventeen, and Kip has got to be what? Kip's at least twenty. <laughs> twenty or or late twenties. <laughs> Living at home, uh, online chatting with women. <laughs> what? Why do you love me? Why, Why do you, do you need, me? need me? Let's keep going. <laughs> I really love technology. Always, Always and forever.
0: forever. It's good. Uh, my alternate take: instead of <laughs> d- dad cross-dressing is grandma, uh, the cross-dress. Uh, should I say cross-dressing? Um, Yeah, the hijinks is done by Napoleon Dynamite, who is really good at dancing. But man, I can't join the cheerleader squad because that'd just be allowed for a guy to do it. So I'm gonna become Napoleon Dynamite, and
1: everyone's like, "Wow, this new girl's so cool and so hip." So he's it's actually Napoleon, but he dresses like a girl to fit in because of his dance moves. Yes. You know, I don't know where they grew up, but some small rural farming town. They can't be very accepting of a dancing fella. Probably but not. What would they be accepting of? Napoli- Cross-dressing Napoli- dancing Danone. fella. Napoleon Dynamite. It's French. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I prefer my idea on this one because I just <laughs> think that a, a really confused father. <laughs> continually reincarnating himself into a different caregiver just got a really funny (laughs) thing to it alright good times I say
0: before we end it let's actually give these all names because we kind of started and then we didn't okay so sky high and land before time Uh the land before sky high yes perfect next back to the future and twister time twister time twister okay next was jaws and titanic
1: Shark v. Boat. <laughs> inflatable inflatable dinghy. Shark versus inflatable bit dinghy. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> Taken. Taken, shoot.
0: Uh, we'll just move on. Shawshank Redemption, what was it again?
1: Forrest Gump. Forrest <laughs> goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump's Redemption. Amen.
0: All right. 12 Angry Men, and what was it, Kindergarten Cop? Yeah, this one's
1: called Crap. Don't watch it. <laughs> Crap, don't watch it. <laughs> ten, ten angry kindergartners. <laughs> Twelve angry kindergartners. Twelve angry kindergartners. Uh, the Truman Show and Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, colon, reality television. The Truman Pet Detective Agency Show. The Truman Pet Detective. Agency like Show. Agency Show. Uh, the Sixth Sense and Braveheart. Yeah, well, that was hard. Oh, no, no, we did that one. That was... The Brave Heart of War. That's like a Hallmark. We're all <laughs> over it. We'll sell it.
0: We'll sell the idea to them. Yes. Uh, Night of the Museum and... Happy Gilmore. Happy. Happy's,
1: happy's Funhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like bootleg six-year-old party clown. <laughs> Who wants to go to Happy's Funhouse? Happy's Funhouse! Happy's Funhouse! <laughs> Is it your birthday, little boy?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't hire me I would Air Bud and uh
1: Groundhog Day What about Groundhog Airbud Air Bud Day <laughs> <laughs> Or wait Yeah air It's the same thing It's, it's a place Yeah It's an animal uh-huh. And then a day Groundhog Air Bud Day Airbud Day. Airbud Day.
0: That's bad. No, we'll. Airbud Day's it. We're not gonna get anything better on that one. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite and Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Napoleon Dynamite.
1: <laughs> Ms. Napoleon Dynamite, and we release it in France <laughs> with English subtitles. With English subtitles. No, wait. It would be English. <laughs> useless movie I can't read or understand this (laughs) that was fun Kenny oh yes do you want me to
0: say what my ideas for the next episode are if we even do one of these more
1: even do another one of these? Yeah, give, give us a little appetizer, give us a little teaser. My first thought I don't know what these are.
0: Oh, my first thought, which we're almost not, definitely not gonna do, is my idea was get a bunch of sandwich makings and slap them against like wood and rank the sound. <laughs> See if you can guess. <laughs> we have to blindfold each other. Guess what kind of meat this is?
1: Or <laughs> guess what topping this is? that's gross that's fair it could be funny <laughs> it's a thought we're gonna have to like limit the, the like give ourselves like a ten minutes time span for that one <laughs> I feel like people just hearing <laughs> like uh, ten times is gonna get old after a little while yeah they'd be different splits
0: though <laughs> different <laughs> split uh that's other nice. idea was just a QA and a episode where we ask each other really weird questions that we have prepared ahead of time but we don't tell each other okay bit of a get to know you Those are... Oh, he's grabbed a a deli... No, don't tell him! It's a deli item. Slap it.
1: Whoever can guess that will, I guess, win. If anybody tries to guess what that is, we have won, (laughs) listen to another episode. If one person responds with a guess... We'll send them some merch. (laughs) It'll just be the logo on a piece of paper. <laughs> Printed out on a really crappy piece of paper. On a piece of lined paper. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's it for this episode three. Mm-hmm. About 45 minutes. Well, all right, we're making progress. We're, we're going to
1: get that time down there. And uh, final word from our sponsors <laughs> Party planners, you're going to have a rip of a time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>